What's up, everybody, and welcome to Come On Sis with Chi. I'm Chi, and today is a very special episode of Come On Sis. It is Thanksgiving, and I am at my sister and brother-in-law's house having a meal with my husband and all my nephews and everybody around. So today, we're just going to just to get into some stuff. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity, an opportunity to look into my life and see just kind of like the conversations that we have. So I'm just going to put this down and I'm just going to let us have a very organic and real conversation. I have no clue what to say now. Nothing. Just talk. Nah, we good. Okay. So where were we? We were talking about how people are weird. Right. I think that people are weird because people try to live in other people's, what they consider a picture-perfect life. You have to have certain... That social, normal... Right. You have to have certain things... That movie shit. Right. You have to have certain things in order to feel like we're normal. The perfect car, the perfect husband, the perfect outfit. No, I want people to come to my house for Thanksgiving in their sweatpants. Be comfortable. This is one day where you don't have to be normal. Yeah, just don't come in your drawers. Right, but you you know, people take spend so much time getting ready for the day instead of just going and being themselves. You have to be somebody else every time you go to work. That's why I don't like going else. out nowhere because I can't go there in but my drawers. that's why I say people, <laughs> so. people are weird. Yeah, that's why I, be, I say people are weird. You go to houses and their and their homes aren't lived in, and you have a, a car of the that you don't even culture. want people in. People like what is you doing? Because it, it's all it's it's the image. It's about an image that's instead an of being real it, and yeah. loving uniquely and unconditionally and accepting <coughs> each other's flaws and just being weird just i know i'm weird i i'm cool we with that weird yeah i think but i think we're a good weird. weird we're a good weird yeah we're not we're like that like creepy, creepy. Yeah, yeah that we're creepy weird, like, crazy sweaty yeah. and when just staring at people weird glow ups when i go to her glow up sessions hashtag glow up sessions <laughs> <laughs> when i go to her glow up sessions it's dead ass real women that have the same issues as me. Being a mom, being overworked, being stressed out. Every Monday through Friday, our hair is not done. Nope. We comb it on Friday night, so we might be able to go somewhere presentable on Saturday and look like we got our shit together. But we really don't. Sure you know, don't. We spent Monday through Friday on the clock doing homework with the kids, trying to be. You know, productive in life. Self-care, giving up. Right. Ourselves and like up. today is Thanksgiving. You want to be surrounded by your family. You want to eat. You want to be full. You want to talk shit. And you want to sleep good tonight because you had a good day. Yes. Going to the glow-up sessions, I have met women that are just like me. And we're just trying to figure it out. And we are so perfect in an imperfect world. And it, it just makes sense. And I think a lot of people need to surround themselves with regular people and stop trying to fit in with people who are faking their own truths. Yeah. And then maybe what? Go ahead. That's my nephew, Tehran. That's what happens. It just 
Life is life is beautiful when it's not scheduled. But then you got then you then you pop back into the real world. Yeah, where you have uh, to be in to work at eight o'clock. But you know what? That's what drives me to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. because my normal world is so chaotic, but it's so organic. It's so natural. I'm used to it. I, I, I've already adapted to this lifestyle. I've adapted to five kids. I've adapted to my husband and my family outside of the this home. Going to work is like, ugh. there's so much more need for me somewhere else. Yeah. There are so many more people who are just like me who you have all these wonderful and great ideas, but you're too busy trying to... Hold stuff down. Hold shit together. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta risk it all, and that's where I am. I am at the risk it all. I think we go through phases. In your 20s, you're trying to be... You're trying to be out of control, but in control at the same time. You don't know where you're 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 adulting. Right. And then you get to 30. Or you're faking like like you're adulting, but you're really just doing shit. And you don't know what you're doing. To your 30s. Welcome 30. And you're like... All right, I'm too old to be fucking twerking. <laughs> yep. I got kids. My kids think I'm the corniest person ever. But I still want to be cool, and it's time for me to be responsible. Like, get your shit together. So, that's where I am right now. And it's exciting because you find, you look at yourself and you find a new beauty. And it's brand new. It's like you're, you're about to embark on this new adventure right. of this new chapter of life. And it's right. like... Just like when you were a teenager and going through like all kinds. You're told your whole life that you can have whatever you want. In your 30s, you realize that. You really can have it all. I think in your 20s, you think like, nah, this is bullshit. Somebody's supposed to give it to me. Yeah. That's what you think in your 20s. Why isn't anyone helping me? Or you deserve it. Like, you deserve it. Right, but you blame the world for everything. You're like, no, I thought I gave it to him. Go ahead, give it out the fridge. And that's not for every 20-year-old because... You know, when I was when I was in my twenties, like I didn't even have that type of mentality where I was like, people need to give me stuff. Like from not having at a young age, uh-huh. I just knew it wasn't. <laughs> I was told at ten, like, okay, you can make money now, babysitting. I'm not buying you shit no more. Right. So having to be a responsible person at the age of ten and helping to raise my sisters, like that was like. Okay, it was just normal. It wasn't like, it was like normal that I had to be responsible. It was normal that I had to um, put people to bed. It was normal that I had to cook dinner. It was normal that I had to figure out uh, what we wanted to But now in your 30s. I'm chilling now. I don't have kids though. So I'm in a different space than you are because I can do anything. That's why I have multiple businesses. I love. I spend time with other people's kids through mentoring. I love being a mom. I really You're really a dope do. mom. You are a fucking dope ass mom. But I feel like you try and you succeed. Like you be thrashing that shit. You're magic. You know what? Fuck. But you go through a point where in motherhood where you start to second guess yourself. You don't know if you're doing it right. This is in the beginning. I'm not there now. In the beginning of parenting, you are so afraid to make a mistake. You want your kids to have the best education. You want them to. And be around all positive things. You don't want them to see anything negative. You're trying to mold them to be the best little people that you can be. And you get to a point where you you understand that that is not reality. (laughs) Because the norm is fucked up. 
So you can't teach them that everything is cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And now at my kids being 8, 9, and 14, and I have 11 and a 12-year-old stepdaughters, I'm realizing and I'm learning from them that you taught us this Barney-ass lifestyle, and it's like... It's not it's like It's a Tupac Shakur right. lifestyle. So they're like, <laughs> now I'm hearing them say things and do it's things. It's a thug lifestyle. That I didn't teach them and I tried to protect them from. So now I have to re-teach it to them. But in a way that they understand what they're saying, understand what they're watching, understand what they're doing, and understand that everything has a consequence, good and bad. Every action has a reaction. Mm -hmm. I can't save you. So now I'm allowing them to kind of go out a little bit more. But they also have to understand if you bump your head, I'm not going to be there to, oh, it's, no. Now, at this point, I'm like, Mom might need to take a nap. Yeah, mom definitely. And you have to learn how to start building that self-awareness and that emotional intelligence within yourself to be able to take care of I'm all right at this stuff point happens. as in a as a mom I'm at a point in my life where I'm saying it's okay for me to have my own life I felt like I was only allowed to be a mom you know you're cooking you're cleaning you pay bills you go to school you come home and in your spare time you should be with your kids and society is making me made me feel like Oh, you can't go out and party. If you go out and party, you're a bad mom. If you go to the bar, you're a bad mom. Now, no. Moms need to step away. Moms need to walk away from the And now kids. your kind of relaxation yeah. time looks different because instead of wanting to go to the bar or going to a club, right. now you want to like go somewhere and like be right. at a book club or be at a place where there's positive people well, or do now, a spa day. or. I feel like now it's okay to go to Dave and Buster's where I can take my kids and I can have a drink at the same time. <laughs> so it's like you, you learn, can merge it yes but I also do appropriate things as a mother like going to your glow up sessions mm-hmm. that I drink your grown woman I eat and I have grown ass conversation and that's what I need sometimes because if you don't find a time to have grown ass conversations with other grown ass women you tend to start having those conversations around your kids and you don't even realize it yeah. on the phone while they're in the back seat in the car because you need to make time for them. When I'm driving and I'm headed to Philly or something on the highway with the kids and my friend calls me and I don't have a social life, I'm using this time to have my social life and I realize they pick up on everything. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't. Even as a, as a wife, there's, you know, there you need time to vent about your damn husband. He's amazing. He's wonderful. He's awesome. But he's also an asshole, and me and my girls gonna talk about that. <laughs> we gonna talk about it. And we gonna talk about it. He might be a little. Uh, he might be a little selfish or a little too demanding. Right, but but he's beautiful and he's amazing and he's the most we wonderful all get thing lost in our own. that has ever happened to me in my yeah. universe. My husband mm-hmm. is side eyeing me right now. <laughs> but yeah, you that- better clean it up. I think that men All these is facts All my life I thought that women were more emotional than men And that's a lie Because My husband's feelings get hurt so fucking bad Mine too Don't let me not be appreciative that he made me dinner 
And I'm tired. <laughs> After you done made a thousand dinners. A thousand. <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm telling you what you tell me most of the most of the time. Oh, just put it in the microwave. I'll get it when I'm hungry. What? Oh no, his he be fucking. He wanna see you eat it and then smile and enjoy it and eat the what? whole thing right in front and of And it your face. wasn't a good, wasn't a good, yeah, it yeah, was delicious. And you gotta keep telling them that but, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba will tell me all the time. Put your phone down. This is us time. Put your phone down. We're we're trying to watch a movie. And that's something that the woman usually says, but we are we can multitask. I can hear everything he's telling me. Yeah, and, and I can tell you about the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But then other people like to have control of the remote control. Yeah, he wants me to watch a movie with him, but he wants me to, to watch the movie that he wants to watch. Uh-huh. No. But then when he's not watching it no more, because now he's on his phone. Right. On YouTube or right. Instagram. Then you like, wait a minute, you ain't even watched this whole movie. You got me over here watching this movie, right. but I could be doing something. Well, you know what? I had to explain to him one day. Since tired. And I appreciate all the love, but he knows... I'm going to bed at 9.30. <laughs> so. Rain or shine. Rain, shine, sleet, hell, snow. <laughs> I'm going to bed at 8.30. I got shit to do tomorrow. Now, For real. If you want to take my turn and carpool these fucking kids to school, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I'll be up till 11. But. As long as I got to put somebody on the fucking bus, I'm going to bed. By I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you like, get up by like, seven o'clock every morning. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let's talk. He's about up it. every day at seven, and he will put the kids on the bus sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Don't involve the kids. Who cooks your dinner? Look, look, now you trying to get off me. You do your thing. I do my thing. Okay, but when he, when he, them kids get on the bus. Oh, he wants coffee. He wants breakfast. He sleep. You a whole life. <laughs> huh? Go ahead. You wash your hands that you just had your finger on your nose. Oh, it was lint. But, um, no, it's, um, I don't even know what the hell I was saying, but he is very emotional. <laughs> They're in the room. You don't got him on all black. He's on, he oh, You just put him on all cash. Oh, he is, you are. You know, baby, you a manly man. Yeah. You a manly man. I know you will build me a house. But he emotional <laughs> as hell. Yes, that is true. Let's talk about it. Too. And yes, I do go to sleep early, but our kids, he's going through like a midlife crisis because our he ain't kids. ain't even near his midlife. Let me tell you something. <laughs> our kids tell him that he is old all the time. I am the cool one. Who's grandpa? Hey, that's cool. Oh, cool okay. grandpa. I'm getting older. I ain't young above me. Tabria! Let him be grandpa. Yeah, no, he wanted to. He <laughs> right. got to call a witness. Right. I get to call one too. Wait, you was talking about get up in the morning. When did this turn into court? When did this turn into court? Who's the grandpa parent? Okay. Cool. I'm cool with that, though. He's I'm, okay with yeah. that. Don't he still think he's young? Yeah, it's embarrassing, ain't it? How you going to talk about your man, your whole man in front of your whole face? Like, you you are, but... But that's cool, though. He got real mad real quick. Get emotional. That's the emotional part. That's what I'm talking about. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. 
No, but you have to understand another thing too. What, Willie? Is that because he loves you, you're gonna trigger him more than anybody else is going to when it comes right. to emotion because he loves you so much. My right, point is, because he'd be like, only you can get me this upset. I'm yeah, like, so if you master how you feel when you're with me, then you can do anything. Right, but in the same sentence, what I'm saying is, men assume that the women are the emotional ones. Yes. We're not. No. It's more so the men. When you say emotional, you're like, I'll be crying. Like, no, I'm not emotional. Uh, that's, that's, no, that's not emotional. Okay. Let's define emotional. Emotional is that you are okay with expressing exactly how you feel yes. on the inside, on the outside. He don't and be crying. Hashtag, no, I'm just saying, like, be, being like, especially something that's. You think uh, I'm extreme. trying to, like, so like you're extreme. not a manly man, like, you be crying? You yeah, don't be crying. No. Alright, alright, let's let's take when, him out of the say, fire. Up, real quick. Real quick. Wait, let's when take him out of the fire. When, when you say when you just say real life Thanksgiving conversation at the same time. Sometimes men think females are emotional ones, but actually the men are, right? Right. So when you think of an emotional female, what you think of in a relationship? A female that be crying and stuff like no, that. So that's he, no, that's not true. That's he more like in her feelings all that's the time. Not that's not true emotion. because this in is like, this is like this. Let's if a man does, oh, so listen. That's what, I what I'm trying to tell you. know who you are. We're just having when a regular people, ass people conversation. Think, when people think of a woman being emotional, they don't think of a woman crying. No, no, no. They think of a woman like naggers. Okay, here's here's the thing. We're talking about women being emotional because that is a like societal kind of like norm. Like people say, like people say, women are emotional. It doesn't mean that it's true or false. No, exactly. it's just something that is common so and people do take, yo, so automatically take, assume. So I want automatically assume men are emotional. So what I'm saying is, that's not like listen, a thing. That's what I'm trying to say. So when you take the female example and try to replace the female example with a man being emotional, that's what I would think of. Because uh, that's what you said yesterday. For instance, I'll just use it as an example. Yesterday, I said something to you. I don't can't recall what it is, and you kept saying to me. You said to me on three different occasions, "I want you to know you made me feel some type of way. I want you to know you made me feel some type of way." Do I, I gotta said, say what you said? <laughs> so maybe he's emotionally yeah, healthy wait, by, wait, 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 by trying to express exactly. Oh no! Yes. But I so told I you right after to, we had the conversation that I did not mean it that way. But I have the right to take it like that. That's what I'm trying to say to you. What that, you're not that, getting the point. He's though. right though. He's right. Exactly. He but what right. I'm saying to you is, a man, and you're a man. But I'm saying a man. In her experience, they only say like, a man has been more emotional. In her personal experience, like I that's think what that she's that seen make, more than a woman. I really made him feel some type of way, and I didn't know that I made him feel some type of way. And maybe but I didn't feel like it was that deep. But you have to. But you have. But to men respect. do shit like that to women all the time. They be like, "Oh, I ain't know it was that deep." But that's not a, just a man. That's your husband. Right. But so here's the thing: is you have to respect where he's coming from too, because he has his own. He's his own person. I don't understand why. So. He's gonna it wasn't that deep. Yeah, but he, he thought it was that deep. But it was deep to him because he knew that you were mad and he felt that vibe. So he took it how he took it because of how you. He always feels some type of way about everything. Because he is emotional. Right. That's my point. No, because her no, not emotional like <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Emotional like, what the fuck? Yeah, there you go. Why are you talking to me crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's that. That's what she means by emotional. Like, no, he'll snap. I'll go to bed and he'll get in the bed and be like, oh, if you, you feel disrespected, you gonna let somebody know instantly. Yeah, that's exactly, emotional. Exactly, Not being exactly. able to hold okay. that shit back. That's yeah. what she means. Y'all be trying to make it however you want it. But emotional, that is what you're saying. Emotional is somebody who just. As soon as somebody says something, you just react. You don't even think so about it. So I'm gonna start saying that when I have an attitude, I'm be like, no, I don't got an attitude. I'm emotional. That's what I'm gonna say. Everybody's emotional. Everybody, you're emotional right now, sis. Yes, you are, because you are vehemently getting your point across, and you are in the energy. All right, I'll just say, I'll say he gets bothered. He gets bothered first. I you, think we yes. all get bothered. He gets a bother and he gets offended very quickly. Very See? Yes. See? Thank you. But he admits it. Right now he is because yes. I worded it different. I say, but that's. But he was saying it, but you wasn't trying to hear it the way he was saying it. No, he thought I you made him cry, baby. And that's what he said. No. But when you remixed it and said, no, this is exactly what I mean. Then he said, oh, that no. does make sense. He gets so emotional that he be sitting there telling me how. Oh, earlier I seen it. I visualized it. I was going to choke of your ass. Of course, you always do. Like, you know, I'm glad you think you can get me that mad where I will feel like that. I'm going to act on it, but I, I played the whole Everybody thing. has wanted to yes. pop somebody in the head with a shoe or something. From time to time, like, bitch, I'm going to fucking pop you with this shoe or this fly sweater or whatever the hell, this mug. I feel like. Goddamn Karev. Yeah, I see my. I don't see myself hitting you. I say it. I'd be like, you better get out of my face. But you're a person that has been, has had the opportunity yeah. to always vocalize but, your emotions, which is why you're. This is what I was saying. But you do be react. But you've gotten better because before you did always I was react say that. from the fucking hip first. But this so is let a him part, do his process. This is a part of process. our roller coaster in our journey of love because we are so used to being combative. One, we're, we're silent in who we were in the beginning of our relationship. He was not going to budge who he was. And I was not going to budge who I was. But we still felt like we needed to be with each other. But on each other's own standards. That didn't work. He was who he was. He was not going to change. I was who I was. I loved certain parts of him. And he loved certain parts of me. But it was, it was a love that was toxic. So now that we are on the same, we know that it's a give and take. We know that it's, um, or that we compromise a lot now. We're willing to talk. We're not firm on anything. I'll budge. Like now, when he let him and the kids will clean up, I don't complain if it's not to my standards. I don't say nothing. Usually. Because you ain't clean up, so. Right. (laughs) So I learned that. If you didn't do it, you can't be sitting here and being so judgmental. I'm very, 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 very judgmental. But I'm learning that when now that I'm not as judgmental and I'm more willing to listen and participate in his dreams, it's pushing him. Yeah. Because now he's chasing them. And I see how y'all connection from even before, uh-huh. like, it's so different now. Like, y'all yeah. really, it seems now like y'all see are you, like. See, now you see how you just said what you said. He wants you to continue. Say, no, no, to, no, no, no. I'm about to say because yesterday what you said was the total opposite. Right, because I was mad yesterday. So No, I am very consistent when it comes to the plan that you have for self. 
the plan that you have for self is a no, but it's but it starts with you. And that's something that you want to do. And I encourage it. I love it. Even if I don't agree with it, I'm going to allow you to be who you want to be and chase your dreams because I don't ever want you to feel resentment that you could have been something or you could have had something had I had let you be who you wanted to be. So that's why I push you. And that's why I want you to win. When I was mad at him yesterday, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to, I never will threaten to leave. I will threaten to emotionally disconnect. Well, why would you threaten him? That's, yes, I did. That's not I said, I don't care. I don't care. That's like stabbing somebody. I'm like, I'm right. and it was wrong. Listen, wait, 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 so that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that I was, what I was saying was, I don't. I know that you have to do this, but I don't care what you have to do because I gotta do this and I gotta do that. And she's I, saying that she was so I mentally and she was, was like, mentally was like, fuck you and what you got going on. I'm gonna do what I have to do, and I know that. And you're not by yourself no more, so you have right. to remember that. Too. But I also have to understand that for every time I jump out. Of me- mentally, emotionally, physically, I jump out of our caravan of success and leave him hanging. It stunts what he has going on. And you. Right. Because then you got to do this whole, got to get it revved back right. up again and y'all got to get back tight together. And really y'all just end yeah. up hurting But you know what? What would, ha- what would last before days of arguing might last for a couple of minutes. So you have growth and progress yes. in your relationship. Because now when he's talking or I'm talking, and that's all we is. just walk you're away. Gonna no. You're going to have times when you disagree but with each other. You, but you guys need to do it in a ways where you have yes. to remember that what comes out of your mouth. Just yeah. like if you love somebody, though, you're not going to like them all day, every day. That's true. Yeah, I that's say that, too. I'm like, I don't like you right now. Right. Or you get on my still, ne- fucking nerves can't. right yeah, now. And he's like, you get on my fucking nerves no, too. You ain't but this shit. Is, yeah, but in the same <laughs> sentence, I'll say, what you want for dinner? Yeah. So. And I love you and right. I appreciate you. And then by the time I get the cooking, and I, I ain't worried about his ass no more. Uh, I apologize for sometimes. Like I did that earlier today. I did a little snippy snippy. asked me for something. And I felt like it was my time. Right. So I snipped at him. And then later we went downstairs and I let him know that, you know, I loved him and that I apologized for snapping and that it was inappropriate and that I apologized. So he accepted I, I have done that. And he didn't even really care though. He was like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. He didn't say whatever, but his right. energy was like, like... But it was more of like it was a cute thing because it was more like, babe, you already know that I forgave you. Like, you but don't this even is do all that. The reason why I um, I'm not so quick to I can't stay mad at him, and I'm it's easier for me to talk to him now because oh, take all those desserts out so that they can. We got banana pudding. We have um, cakes. So um, I also understand that me and him both. We're raised without example of what it means. So y'all are building everything something over new. There and then, right. I think that's dope. We never were... We don't have an example growing up of what it looks like to be married. And a healthy... Or have a healthy relationship, period. He doesn't have a healthy, and I don't have a healthy, mother and daughter relationship. Mother and son. Mother and father. Father and son. So we are learning how to love and we're learning how to respect for the first time 
because this is a household that we're in together, but we're we're both from something broken. Y'all need so, to stop fussing at each other. How do you marry a person, raise a family, and cut off completely what's going on in the outside world? Yes. Cut off completely what's going on outside of your house, in your home. How do you function on a daily basis, raise kids to be proper adults in society, just good people over and on, when you were never taught those skills? So now, as adults, we're teaching each other how you talk to someone, how you respect their boundaries, how you respect the fact that he comes in with two other children. I came in with another child. How do we respect each other's baggage without crossing a line? We are just learning that now. Um, communication was the first thing. And accepting, I had to accept all of his flaws, every single one of them in order for him to fix them. Mm-hmm. Me too. I had to be open to hearing that you are an asshole. You have and OCD. accepting that shit, right? And you, you live, accept you like I ain't no yes. asshole. And then I live to a my I set my own standard of living, and I feel like people are supposed to be born, know it, and live up to it. Because you and that's not right. But that's <laughs> not. That's, I know I'm crazy. Yes, yeah, but that's, that's not reality, and it works. It works on a level of. Going into a business, you need to be structured. You need, you should have a certain. Um, Everybody needs to be at their station. Right. Everybody needs to know their job. Needs right. To do their. Job. That's when OCD is excellent. That's when being in control is awesome. And I'm on my shit. I know I see shit. When you think I'm not looking, I'm looking at when you think I'm not listening. I hear everything. And in my room on the floor. FBI, CIA. Right. <laughs> um, some pudding. Um, I'm gonna put this up. Because I've been eating all day. <laughs> I have. I've been eating while I cook. That's the You gotta it taste it. So, um. I know, I'd be like that too. I think, like, that, I, I think that no one in America wants to admit that they're trying to portray living a fairy tale with mm-hmm. their spouse. That fake keeping up when, with the Joneses. Right. We're all when you come from, We all come from something that's broke. We all do. And the normal relationship is a blended one. People are coming with that. Ba- he comes with baggage. I come with baggage. And then it's not just... Some a- of us come with mental baggage. If we that's what I was going to say. Baggage. On top of having mental baggage... I feel like sometimes, and he doesn't understand, I'm a mother and I'm raising three kids, and I'm an influence of two girls that I'm also raising, and I expect him to know things that I've way he could even know, but as a man that I feel like his mother should have, no, that's enough, that his mom should have taught him, but I also had to understand, here, Bubba, put this up for me, cover it up, I also, and give me a spoon. I also thank had to you. understand. Yeah, thank you. No. I was I was gonna tell him thank you when you gave me the spoon. You ain't even give her nothing. You just no. Nah, I was thanking her for thanking you for her. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but um, I also had to not judge his mother and understand her broken place yeah. because she was thirteen when she had him. She has her own story and she has six kids. So 
Being in a relationship and loving somebody, it's a long ass line of understanding. Yeah. It's a because you can't just understand him. You gotta understand, understand what, what, where he came from and, and, they and where they from came from. Because I have a very, very, very close relationship with his grandma. I might get another. Um, she like me. She with all the dumb shit. She get it. She get it. She don't yes. be a mom and a wife and, and working and going to school. It's stressful. Yeah, this is the and but she's just getting it. Like watching us, she gets it. She even tells me all the time that she wishes that she knew then what she knew now. It's just a lot loving somebody. It's a lot. It's a lot because a lot of people don't take into consideration the baggage. And all you see on social media is this romantic, wonderful proposal. Yeah, no, that's not the way it works. And I think the real is is like like because I I know like the way we had gotten engaged and the way we had gotten married, it was like. Everything was like a week apart. Like I just walked in and said, "Ours was right hey, together." Mine was. Wasn't good. it be? It was yeah. just like our but, marriage. Yes, because it was really. It wasn't about. Try that on a bonnet with sparkly shoes and a, and a hoodie. <laughs> Yo, this shit was real. Oh um, um, no, we're not going now. We're not talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> That's for the book. That's for the book. You drop us up all over the floor. <laughs> that's for the book. But uh, yeah, I think like when people do stuff that's not traditional and they do things that are really about just their love for the other person, that's really what lasts. And I always felt like it was so dumb. If somebody gave you a gift and you didn't have to post it on social media, would you still be happy with it? A lot of people get gifts. No, mine too. A lot of people get gifts and they can't wait to post it. They can't wait to show it off. Men won't even propose anymore without doing it for the world. You're involved in the world. Um, people giving people homeless people shoes or a meal. They gotta I'm like, record it. I do this shit every day, why, and I don't. Why do are that. you um, like even like passing out turkeys and shit? Like I did that shit for two days, and I right. didn't post one video about it because I feel like it's not that. It's not that. Like it's normal Like right. certain shit is just normal For people And that's another thing Like I was talking about the other day Was you know a lot of people Are doing all, a lot of these charitable organizations And charitable whatever Which is amazing You know to be able to assist somebody To set up something To be able to help people Who are in need of whatever it is That they're able to provide Is awesome But at the same time Just the regular stuff Doing things for likes And stuff like that Like there are people out there who are really doing the work that you'll never hear about. You'll never know right. that they exist. You'll never know that they're that they're doing stuff except for those people that they touch every day. And I don't judge either one of them. Like I feel like if you just do it just to do it because that's the type of person I am, then that's cool. And if you want to do it for likes or whatever, people who are around you and in your community who are local know if you're really doing something but all the time or know if you're doing it for a picture. So in in my particular community. I think the person just has to deal with that how they feel about themselves. I know for a fact about doing stuff like that, but I, again, I'm like, whatever you do, like that's your business. Because I be trying to mind my business, so I don't. I try to be objective and like looking at what people do and just say, okay, they. Just I like that. to mind my business to an extent. Because you're a nosy fucking person. I am. I'm real nosy. And you love the drama. No, you know what? I don't like the drama. I like the. I. I don't. Yes, you do. You I said you're about people, that shit. And I like they shade. I think people are real creative with their, their fucking shady ass ways. It's okay? funny. I know a lot of people who help 
genuinely. This one's wrong. And they have, no one knows about these people, but in your community, yeah. you know that lady that feeds all Dad, the kids. You know that one lady, that, that one couple. That takes all the kids yeah. into the house right. and has the kids do homework. We, that's real community outreach. And then I know a lot of outreach programs that are collecting money, but there's never any results. Right. Right. How many book bags we giving out? Because that's all the fuck people doing. They're constantly giving. That's, I mean. But then you have what you're doing every single Tuesday. You're out there. With no funding. That's what I'm saying. And you're, pay for and you, and you're driving a, a wet hour every, to get here drive, drive to hour, make a difference to people who you don't even live around, but you see that there's a need for it. And then you watch people, you see what goes on in my community. I'm not with it. That's why I've, I've kind of given up on the adults and the moves that I want to make are about the kids. Are about the kids. I'm about everybody. Really I'm like, if people want to grow, I'm with it. Like, if you want to really, really grow, you're going to put that work in. And if you, and that's why I'm very particular no. about even the people that I coach. Just because, like, if I see that you're not really passionate about doing the work, then I'm not going to be able to help you. So I'm not going to take your money knowing that yeah. I know you're not going to really put your all into it because... It really is a personal decision and it's a personal level of motivation that you need to have in order to make real change. Like you need to want that shit from a soul level. Like you can't just want it on a surface because you saw old uh, Keisha over there doing something and she, and because she's doing that now you think you need to do it too. Like I'm not with that type of stuff because I feel like you're not, you should just, you really should just follow what you want to do. You really should just. If you feel like doing something, just do that. Not because of what somebody else might think about it, just because it's something you want to do. No matter how geeky it is, or how uncool you might think it is, or even how like lofty and up in the clouds, sky high you think it is. Because people, a lot of times, will talk themselves out of doing things that could change their entire lives for the better. Because they're around people that don't see their vision and don't see what they could You know what, I really shouldn't comment on what people are doing in the community because that's not my that's not, I see it's a lot of people like even in Cumberland County they're that's doing not a lot of health, amazing stuff and it's just health. you have your own you have your own space right. like I'm really about the community I'm about the kids I'm about everybody yes, like, no, but that's, you know that's, what I mean I have you with everybody you are, and your thing is more specialized yes, because you I'm are more, more one of a one on one, one. Yeah. I can I can definitely change lives I'm like, one at a time. I'm like mama. But I got OCD. I can't be around a lot of people like once yeah. I start getting nervous. And you get anxiety too. Yeah, I, I get it real bad. You're crazy. Though. You can deal with yeah, I am. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Like I be I can control my no, little bit. But you know what? That stuff that's going on with me, but being crazy is okay when you understand it, acknowledge it, and accept yes. it. And you know what your triggers are. Yes. And I know what triggers my anxiety. So it's over there. I know what triggers my anxiety. I know what offsets, what triggers my depression. And I know what makes me tick. And this is, and people have to recognize what makes them get out of bounds and so they can get back in it. I have to do certain things every morning. I have to count it then. I have to have my time where it's just me and my thoughts. You yeah. need that. You need that. 
I think the morning time is the fav- is my favorite time because I don't have to talk. Yes. And I talk a lot. With him though? And I and people think because I talk a lot and I speak well. You want to talk all the time. dope ass conversation no. that you want to talk. But in reality, mm. like, I really don't want to talk. Like, after talking all day. No. Or before I get up. That first time I listen. Was I listen and then I'd rather take it, process it, and I'll call you about it. I can't give you an answer. In like a week, though. Uh (laughs) And I'll say, call you right back. I might. Bubba, don't I do that? What? I have to process everything. Oh yeah. If somebody's having a conversation with me, like if you ask me something, if I answer right away, I'm going to give you a good answer. But if I go away and I think about it, I'm going to come back with something dope. Because I really process our whole entire conversation, and I really think about what you asked me. Like you're really engaged. Right. And I want to find a way to make it better or help in whatever way I can, the best way that I can. So you're an emotional Olivia Pope. Right. I feel like this. And this is why I don't tell everybody that I love them. I don't like to be in a lot of different situations because when I'm in it, I'm invested. I'm invested 100%. If I love you, I love you. 100%. 100%. There is no in-between. And a little crazy, too. Yes. But I'm going to be... I'm going to cross lines. I'm, you have to be very careful. Like, I don't usually ask people... I'm very particular who I ask for advice. Because I don't share everything. So if I'm coming to you and I'm, and I'm venting or I need advice on something... I'm in dire. Because I'm not one of those people. I can figure it out on my own. And that's what fucks me up all the time because I think that I can do everything, and you can't. And I've been talking to you about that, like how important it is to have a team around you and trying to do things on your own. I was the same in the same space where I actually had two anxiety attacks. The team is not the problem; it's the fact that I want to be the lead. You're the controller. Yeah, that's and that was my thing too. And even when I had a team, I was still doing a lot of the work. Because I wasn't able, I wasn't able in that space to give up the control. Mm-hmm. And now that I've been able to do that, I've seen how all my businesses have flourished, how my mentorship has yes. flourished, how all my personal relationships have flourished, mm-hmm. even how my own self-care and my own health and well-being has flourished. Right. Just because I gave up my ego, put that shit nah, in the corner yeah. and let it take a nap. While I did what I needed to do to make sure that I gained, I engaged every single person that was in my group in the process because, you know, when people are telling you, okay, you're a little controlling, sis, like, you really got to check yourself because sometimes we don't always want to admit when people are saying stuff to us because we're very prideful and because, and I think it's because of how we grew up that we had to be very independent very quickly and we knew that if we didn't do shit and it's it's all about trust because there are most of the times people let you down they'll say they'll do something and they don't do it and then you look crazy and and not only that when you tell me something as a sister as a friend as a wife that falls on my really ears really and it watch, never leaves really much and in this generation people like to take your personal moments that you confide and put them on blast put them in, a, in pandora's box and they wait they wait until a time where you're vulnerable or they feel pissed off and they share right and that oh yeah bitch i got receipts and it's like anybody who's pulling out receipts Bitch, you wasn't ever my friend because why would you keep something? And I will if say If we're this. friends, why aren't you deleting shit? Because and, it shouldn't be a big deal. And on that note, 
2017 and 2018, I literally had to cut off two people, one a family member and one a friend who were very, very close to me. And not because they 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 said anything about me. It's just that you start noticing that people are opportunists. One, not only are they opportunists, a lot of people that I chose to have in my life throughout the years and I carry those relationships with me through my chapters. And you carried those relationships yes, by yourself? Yes, that, that was, that was with the, the other whole person. point. I was carrying them, and as soon as I had nothing left to offer because I wanted to start investing in myself, they started, it was a disrespect. It was a respect in my face, and it was, certain things were getting back to me. Let me tell you something. Everybody that I cut off is in a very, very, very negative place in their life right now. And they were before you cut them off right. because that's just who they are. And I noticed a one, one, one of the people in particular, I just heard something about the other day in a situation that she's in. And I said, if I was still her friend, I know that I would have helped her through that and she wouldn't be going through that. But then I also said to myself, she's always going through this. It never stopped. She in her you own were hell. Just, right. So now maybe this is the best thing for her because now for once in her she life, gotta figure it out. she has to figure it out. And and then it makes you think like, all the time I was doing good, was I maybe Then I look hard? at my other relationships and I'm like, damn. I have a friend who has been through hell and back and she has not once called on me. She's doing the, she's doing the damn thing. And I have yet to call her and say, hey, how are you? Or well, I did the other, yesterday. How are you? Yeah. Because I am that friend, and you do it to me all the time, and I appreciate it, that forgets to randomly check in, not because I don't care, because I feel oh, like I, yes, I feel <laughs> like I'm surrounded by such powerful women, and it's such a powerful circle, that I always think that y'all are good. And that's not the truth. You just no. might be, like I told you, sometimes I'm just having a bad day because I fucking burnt my goddamn ziti. I, that just <laughs> pissed me off. And and I'm just upset about it. And to, to someone else, they'll say, wow, she's really sitting there crying over this goddamn ziti. But it no, ain't about it's, the ziti. it's just overall. Sometimes yeah. my life could be so perfect, but I feel overwhelmed still. And I asked Bubba the other day, I said, nothing is wrong, but I feel like Cause you're so used to shit going wrong. Cause no, you're used to being but other you know what? business He's, and on that shit. But he also told me that you're overwhelmed with what you have coming. You are so invested. It's it's stressful. You see it and it's like right, rah, right. This is gonna be I a have, lot. I have all of these projects for two, like 2019. I cannot wait for. I'm just excited about what's to come and where I'm putting my energy because you have a plan and you know yes. what you want to do and this is the first time in a very long time that you've actually been able to have the space yes. time, to do exactly what everything. you want to do and I also learned that prioritizing what you need and what you want gives you room for success oh yeah because if you say I can go to school part time I can work part time and then I'm investing in my future the other part of the time yeah you're gonna it, be killing shit. It, it's like 
I don't feel overwhelmed with work because like I'm not there all the time. Breath. I don't feel overwhelmed with school because I'm not there all the time. I have school two full days and two other days I have one class for an hour and a half. I was going to school. So you're not every, getting burnt out anymore. Right. I was going to school every single day from eight in the morning to four in the afternoon. Which is crazy. Right. And then I was working every other day, 11 to seven. And then when I didn't have school on the weekends, I was working doubles. And you still had a, my a mom. Yeah. And, right. You're still raising so children. now I'm like. Oh and being God. a friend and being a, right. and being all this extra other stuff. So and I learned it's to exhausting. prioritize what I want and understand that you can't have it all. It's just a way to slice and dice it. You can't what spend you really 100% of your time doing right. everything. And I said that to somebody too because, you know, some one of my um, friends was just saying like, you know, we kind of make it kind of like a positive that we're mm-hmm. multitaskers. Yes. But I was like, think about it. That you could sucks. do 10 things at one time. The reality is, is you're only giving 10% of your focus to that. Right. To each of those things. So is it really... Are you really giving it your best ability if you're only right. focusing 10% on something that you say that you're passionate about? I would rather sp- focus 100% of my energy on something for five minutes instead of focusing on something for 10 different things for right. two seconds a piece. Because but when you're energy, you have OCD, ADD type tendencies. Absolutely. But when your energy changes, you start, you definitely start to be a magnet to that energy yeah now i'm starting to be surrounded by powerful women and motivated individuals uh i keep more positive company and we love you yeah and we love you glow up try yeah the glow ups are like they weren't very very helpful because we always assume, and women are quick to say that, oh, you couldn't walk a mile in my shoes. A lot of us are wearing the same fucking shoes. Mm-hmm, just different sizes, honey. That's it. Because I always say, uh, no one could go through what I go through, but I've seen people go through worse. Mm-hmm. Like, real life... Tragic. Shit that I, I am so fortunate that I have... I'm blessed. I have not... I have not had to live through tragedy yet yes can I play sorry yes we're about to play now you can bring it in here um I haven't had to live through tragedy I haven't had any sick kids I haven't had um any family member that was close to me die but I still have issues I have a son that has a developmental delay I have had to deal with sicknesses in a different way in my family so it's the same, but it's not the same. My tragedy was just a little bit different. And I think now let's talk about Walmart fraud and ass real quick. This is just a sidebar. <laughs> so I bought that trouble game. It was in a big it ass is, box. Oh, trouble! It was in a big trouble. ass box, and then they're gonna give me that little ass. That trouble. is a travel size. That trouble. was like nine dollars. Oh wow, they got you. Huh? Yes, Walmart. We should have went to five the below. That's what you should have done. I should have took my family dollar. That's what I should have done. But if you wanted one of them size things, you could have went to you the know tree what? and got my one of them. Here, Trump, put this in the trash. All right, hold my on one second. Okay, y'all. So we're gonna wrap this up because we could be sitting here all night talking um, right. about stuff. So as usual, guys. You know, keep the people that you love in your life close to you and just love on each other. 
and enjoy your happy Thanksgiving and your and or your harvest festival, whatever you call it, where y'all get together and y'all eat. Because I know everybody is very particular about what they celebrate. I'm just one of those people that don't. I don't celebrate anything, no, but I will. But I will take advantage of when all of my people are off, so that we can get together and to be able to enjoy each other. So I love y'all like I love myself, and happy Thanksgiving. All right, y'all. Until next time, we out.